Hello and welcome to the Vistamar podcast. I'm Sophia. Hey, I'm Mr. Dawson. Hi, I'm Jennifer. I'm Michael. I'm Natalie. Today we'll be talking about um, the coronavirus and how it's affected the ACT slash SAT tests and how the uh, junior and a senior from Vistamar feels about the whole situation. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so uh, it's just some intro questions. How have you guys been practicing social distancing? Um, I can go. Um, I sort of have just been staying home. I haven't really left the house for things besides groceries, and I only do that once a week, and then walking the dog, but I just do that to get out. So, yeah, I mean pretty much the basic thing that everyone else is doing, just staying home and trying to stay safe. Yeah, who are you with? Who's in your house? Um, My brother, who was a freshman in college, he just came, well, he came home a month ago or so. Um, And then my mom, my dad, and my dog, so. Oh, so you got dogs keep you company. (laughs) I got a dog, yeah. Okay, okay, what about you, Michael? Uh, I kind of haven't left the house in like nearly a month. So I've kind of just been Staying in my room, eating, sleeping, uh, going to school. That's about it. And I haven't really left. Jennifer, is he lying? He's not lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who's in your guys' house? Is it just you two and your parents? Or? Uh, and our little brother, too. Oh, little brother. Okay, okay. Nice. What's next, Sophia? Um, talking about how you're just like at your house and going to school. How do you like the online classes? Um, well, I mean, I think they're good for the situation that we're in. And I think the new schedule um, is good. I think the old one was much too long. Like it was just exhausting. I don't know why it was so exhausting. But that full day of online classes, for some reason wore me out and it gave me headaches. So I really like the new schedule. Um, But I think it's teachers have been adjusting well. And I think it's as good as it can be. Honestly, I I mean, it's a tough situation for everyone. No one's done this before, but I think Vistamar's handling it well. Okay, okay. What about you, Michael? How do you feel? Um, I have to say I, I, I'd agree. Um, it's very impressive, like, what we've been able to accomplish with such short-term notice um, to completely transition into online school. Um, I would say that it's not my preferable way of learning, but, you know, for the time being, I think it's definitely suitable. Um, you know, if this were 10 years ago, it would be a completely different story. Um, but luckily, we're at that age where we we can kind of do, you know, tele, telecommunication between um, for schooling. Yeah, now you mentioned that, I'm kind of curious. How could this have happened if it happened like 30 years ago, 40 years ago? I don't think it could. Yeah, I genuinely don't think there would have been an available opportunity to do that. I don't think schooling definitely would have just been kind of paused and then resumed as soon as yeah. it was kind of over with. Definitely no school, no DoorDash, no Uber Eats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, wow, we're really cooking for ourselves. <laughs> how, how do you guys feel about, uh, like, getting foods from outside restaurants, like either DoorDash or picking up food? Because one thing I've learned is a lot of people have uh, different opinions on how safe it is and what they want to get into. What, what do you guys do? if you want to get food from somewhere else? Um, I, my family has been really trying to support 
restaurants and small businesses right now that um, like are really struggling during this time. So we do get takeout. We try and do it like twice a week. That's sort of the most we do, but we try and do it twice a week so that we can support local restaurants um, because I think it's really important. And we're like safe. We don't like go into the restaurants. It's just like curbside pickup, but I mean, there's only so much you can do. We're not like heating up the food to like a specific degree that kills the virus. We're not. Mm. You guys remember? We're not going there, but we're we're being safe, as safe as we can. But we think it's important to support restaurants, and it's a good opportunity to try new restaurants too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember last week or two weeks ago we had Yulin on, and you, you guys remember what Yulin does? Yulin like uh, Clorox wipes down the food. They have a special black light that they look at the food to make sure there's no like bacteria or anything on it. It's like a crazy ritual. <laughs> Michael, you're not doing that? Uh, no, no, <laughs> not that, not that specific, but no, uh, definitely being careful with like touching the, the, the plastics and things like that, that come, may have come into contact with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I heard like utensils and stuff that they give you are bad. Also the napkins in the bags too. I did not even think about that. You're wiping your face with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I'm. I don't wipe down the food I get. I only we, we wipe down like packages we get. But now when we get like a package to our house and like a cardboard box from like Amazon or something, we will like put on gloves and stuff while opening the box and then put it somewhere like far from our house because the other day there's a amazon like delivery guy and he was like dropping off a package and he sneezed on it literally he had no mask on he had gloves on but he sneezed on it so i that's that's the only thing i'm really being careful about is like packages it feels like some people are like purposely trying to like spread it or catch it it is so bizarre to me like i'd be walking to like walgreens or something and like we're walking this way and other friends walking the other way they would purposely get really close. Like, stop. <laughs> you know, whenever I'm walking my dog or just taking walks around the neighborhood, I always like cross the street when I see someone coming towards me. And I don't want them to think I'm trying to like avoid them, but like I'm trying to avoid them. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, the reason that you guys are here is uh, because of the coronavirus, uh, the college board has canceled ACT and SAT tests for next year and uh, a lot of people have different opinions about it both seniors and juniors um what do you guys just first like what do you guys think about it well as a junior it's been pretty rough I've had four SATs canceled so far um and I think it's good. I think they need to be canceled. But it's like, I don't know. It's kind of scary in a way. I took the test really early. Like, a bunch of my um, classmates didn't do that. But I just chose to start really early so that I could take the test early and sort of get a baseline score. I know what I need to work on from there. So I luckily took the test in December. So no matter what, I have a score. But it's, like, not a score that I'm super happy with just because it was my first try and it didn't go as well as I'd liked it to. You but said four of them, I'm sorry, you said four of them got canceled? Did you like- Four canceled, yeah. Did you plan to take those four before all this happened or like? 
Um, so I was signed up for the March one and then that got canceled, but then they set a makeup date and then that okay, got canceled okay. and then I signed up for both May and June and those both got canceled. So Ooh. it's been rough, but they just released that in like six, like about a month we're allowed to register for the September ones and we get priority access if we are already registered and there's talk about them like happening every weekend online. But I don't know. People are worried that people are going to have ways to cheat. And yeah, yeah, definitely. We're going to get into that in like the AP exam and everything also. But like, Michael, how do you feel about that? Like these tests are being canceled. You already took all yours, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm fully done with that process. Um, I would say that in as far as like the test getting canceled, um, I know a lot of schools are going test optional in response to this. Um, you know, the, you know, the, these sort of standardized tests are a critical part of um, like what they would normally use as a kind of like a like one of the ben the benchmarks to that they would consider in admissions and so like so not everyone was able to take it so it's kind of not fair if they were to use it again um, then again it also disrupts like the people that need tutoring you know the, the kind of sessions that they use together um, so I think right now I think that a lot of schools are, are really moving towards the test optional, at least for this year. I know some schools are going permanently test optional um, and I'm personally for it. I think the, in my humble opinion, I think the SAT and ACT are not good indicators of, you know, uh, success or intelligence. Um, and I think it's just, you know, there's a lot of inequalities there in terms of like who can afford tutoring, who can, you know, you um, kind of like, allocate the time to do well in that kind of exam. And so I think this, it's a good step forward in terms of, you know, getting to a more equitable, um, you know, learning environment for everyone. Michael, you're SAT saying- the worst. Say it again? I think the SAT should be wiped out completely. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's a test of how smart you are. I, it's, it's just not, no. I think it should I be hear you. I hear you. But you guys are saying like all the buzzword people love hearing that stuff. But I want like the juicy details. Like Michael, mm. juniors don't have to take the test. You had to take it. How do you really uh, feel? Come on. Let, let's hear how do energy. I feel about that? Let's hear the energy. I, mean, I, I, I personally am not upset by that. I am not uh, upset whatsoever. Michael, be mad. <laughs> I'm not mad because a lot of schools were already test optional and that was perfectly fine. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of great other ways to, you know, show what kind of student you are. And I, I, I am a full advocate for that. Michael, be selfish. You sat in a room <laughs> for three hours. She doesn't well, have I to. I've done that. I've already done that. <laughs> but you don't I have to. But I, I, will, I will say, I will say it was, it is a little annoying that, um, you know, all the schools decide now to start to go test optional. That's what I want. <laughs> um, uh, you know, like it's kind of like I, like I feel like my class is probably the last one that's gonna really experience like you really needed to have the good test scores to do it. And now I feel like from now on, it's gonna be test scores are really gonna be you know seen as something that's very optional. I, yeah, I think. but I know for Bismarck, at least all the life planners are encouraging people to still take the test when they can. Um, I know my life planner has said that to me. Um, and I think it's good. I mean, we, if it's available eventually to us, I think it's like, it, it never hurts to take it. I mean, mentally it does hurt, like sitting in that room for hours and hours. It's 100% miserable, but I don't know. I think that eventually, hopefully, they'll, they'll have to find some way to take it. I mean, to offer it again, but 
don't know. It's crazy. Do you really think that? Like you guys were just saying that these tests don't really measure anything. Do you think, I know I'm jumping to all your questions, sorry guys, <laughs> but like, do you think this is gonna like show colleges, oh, maybe we don't need these expensive, long, hard tests? I think so, maybe. I mean, like if this year is sort of a trial run and the application season goes well, I mean, I guess it's gonna show colleges, like we don't need this, like we didn't need this in decide as a deciding factor. Do you think that they should reform the way that the test works or just not have a testing system at all in the future and have different things to look at when deciding who to accept? Um, hmm. In my, like what I think is that I think the, the current system, I think weighs too much on, you know, understanding the strategy behind taking the test rather than actually knowing you know the material or like knowing you know how to answer them properly it's more about understanding the kind of the strategy I think that's that's one thing that I remember about the ACT was when I took it it was kind of like remembering um, you know in this section I need to do this this and this I need to do these steps in order to get through it in time and you know at, as effectively as possible um, and so I, I feel like in in terms of like a good demonstration of like sort of if I should be going to your school or not based on like if I can remember the strategy I think is not really quite fair um especially because you know not everyone's a good test taker you know like there's some people that aren't the best you know multiple choice test taker and that's that's completely okay like they can be still very talented very bright individuals but you know to be completely you know to be like basically 50 50 based off of your you know standardized test score isn't really fair I think I agree because I personally I'm not a good test taker. I've always been a good student and gotten good grades in school. But like throughout my entire life, like with my IC getting into Vistamar, like I've like always really struggled with standardized tests. And like, I've been fortunate enough to have a tutor for the SAT. And like, you're completely right, Michael. Like everything is like, it's all strategy. Like they teach you like all these little tips and tricks and especially for the ACT. Like if you can't time manage the ACT, like you're screwed. It's all about timing on the ACT. Um, and yeah, I think it's a lot about strategy and like knowing the test, like that's why so many people take it so many times and like their score keeps improving because it's, it's all about knowing that test and knowing how to work that test, not as much about what you actually know, what your knowledge is around the subjects on the test. I mean, obviously that plays a big factor, but it's a lot about strategies. Oh, Natalie, how do you think this will impact you or your peers like getting into university? I don't know. <laughs> I'm really stressed out about that. Why? Why? Because here's my thing. I think that if this next school year is online or something happens to this next school year, like with this freshman class, I think it could mess with our applications like everyone's like forest gap year or something like that um there's talk about that um there's also like i've been talking to my dad about it and he's like it could be like a super competitive application season like people have spent so much time with their families like they want out or maybe like people are like i need to be home right now with my people so they don't apply i don't know i it's just the whole thing the reason it scares me so much is because i don't know like it's so unknown and like no one knows what's going to happen and it 
<laughs> I'm, I'm really concerned. Yeah, you brought up a good point. Um, students being home right now, everyone's stuck at home. Now more people want to go away and leave oh, the really? college, right? I yeah. What about in terms of applying, shouldn't it be quote unquote easier if they're not taking these ACT results? I mean- Or harder, what, what do you think? I think it depends on the school because I think some schools are pretty, like very, very genuine about like, you don't send me the SAT, like that's okay. Like we will put you in with the other people, like with the regular competition and like you'll have a fair chance. But I think there are probably some schools who are like, I mean, I don't know, obviously, but there are probably some schools that are a little bit like, well, she didn't take the SAT. Like, does she really like, does she have initiative? Like, does it reflect mm. the student? Um, but I know for me that if like I was applying to a school and not a single person turned into SAT, would be a significantly greater advantage for me because I'm a horrible test taker and like I've done things throughout high school and I had the grades in high school to get into a good school but my test scores don't reflect that which is something I've always really struggled with um so okay so that was my next question for like both you and Michael do you think like the Let's say next school year, they're not taking any ACT or ACT test scores. Do you think the quality of your class is going to be better or lower or the same? I think, um, I think it'll be probably, in my opinion, I think it would be better. Because, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think now it's less of a basis on how well you can take a test, but more of a reflection of your character, I think. Because they're going to have to focus on more things that, you know, set you apart as a student rather than, you know, just your, your base raw test score. Because um, now they, they, they're going to take into more consideration, you know, your extracurriculars, what you like doing, you know, the, your essays, what kind of person you are. And I think that that kind of enriches the environment in which you will be going into. Like schools, schools understand the fit and the type of institution they are and what, what kind of people do best there. And so, you know, to have multiple, like to have a class that's built based on, you know, all personality and character, I think that'll definitely enrich, you know, the environment that you're going into. I completely agree with that. Like 100%. I think that I, I just agree with everything you said. Like it makes, because I think there are a lot of schools that are like, if you don't meet this like baseline SAT score, they don't even want to look at you, especially with bigger public schools um they just like don't have time like they have so many applications that like if you don't meet this certain SAT score like you're just out of the ranking and I think that it would be like really good to for colleges and for students like it's a true test of who you are as a person and a student and how you'll fit into that school's environment because I think schools often look for like who's going to work in this environment who's going to thrive in our like at our school because every school is different um, and I think a test score doesn't really show that, but I think like your essays and what you've done and who you are as a student and a person, I think that shows that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be really interesting, interested to see what the college graduating class of 2025. Five. Yeah. I would like to see like what their career trajectories are. Mm -hmm. trajectories are like are they is that class mainly the artists the engineers the doctors like it'd be interesting to see the class that didn't need SAT scores to get into college 
What else we got, Sophia? So um, we're also wondering about AP classes, how you feel about that or how you think Vistamore should approach that right now. Yeah, can you guys first explain what is happening to AP classes this year or next month? Um, <laughs> basically, the tests are online. They're all essay-based and they're 45 minutes. Um, so you can take them from your bed. Um, yeah, and you can still submit scores to college. They've made an emphasis on that. Mm. All, most colleges are still, I mean, for the colleges I'm looking at, they're all still like taking them and giving you credit for them. But they're online. Is that good? Is that bad? You're still getting the exact same amount of credit? I'm not mad at it. Say it again? I'm not mad at it personally. <laughs> 40, I mean, because I've taken an AP test before and sitting in that room for that long of a time is miserable. Um, like last year I took AP Gov. That was the first AP I'd ever taken. Um, and it's like sitting in 209 for three hours, like just writing and thinking is I, it was miserable. And also, I, there's no multiple choice, and I do better on the writings on FRQs than I do on multiple choice. So I consider that as an advantage to me, but that's just personal. Hmm. What are you, Michael? How do you feel? Um, coming up? I know. I think, I think it's a good change for the current circumstance, but it's not something that I would like to do. I, I have a very hard time focusing at home. Um, you know, there's so many distractions, so many things going on all the time. Um, so I feel like, um, you know, taking an AP test, you know, the, the kind of thing that determines if you get college credit or not is a little bit like, it's a little daunting to me to have, you know, to, to do basically tackle that from my, um, from my room. But, you know, I think, I think it's definitely a welcome change. Um, and you know, we'll see what happens with it. I agree that it's hard to focus at home and think about that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think for the situation that we're in, it's a good alternative. Kind of back to the SAT and ACT, is it still fair for just a 45 minute essay to determine whether you get these credits or not? Um, I think essays kind of show your knowledge and understanding of the subject a little bit more than um, multiple choice. I think multiple choice is like obviously important and like it know, like shows if you like know the facts, but I think with mm -hmm. FRQs and essays, um, it's sort of easier to see like if they true, if like a person truly understands what they're talking about, because I think it's pretty obvious when you read writing if someone doesn't know what they're talking about. I felt that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd have to say, you know, in calculus, we, we've been looking at a couple of FRQs and, um, you know, the way that they're kind of tackling this is like, they're combining multiple topics and themes kind of and putting them into one FRQ question that you, you know, you work through. And I think that's, I, th I think that's a good way to like test, you know, if you know, you know, the, the different kind of like the basis of, of the basics and the fundamentals of what you learned in that, you know, college level course. And I think, you know, that's a good representation, I think, of, um, you know, if you should get the college credit or not, like if you can do these, you know, 45 minutes worth of problems um you know to see if you can you know keep understand the fundamentals i like that i like that and what about uh senior projects and things like that 
Um, so senior projects, the new way that we're doing it is normally uh, senior projects or, or conventionally and traditionally, they've, they've been sort of an outward experience. Like how can I outwardly, you know, explore the community, contribute to, to the community, be a part of the community. Um, and so because, you know, current circumstances, we have to be at home. Um, so there's a lot of focus on instead of going outwards, we should really focus on going inwards. So, um, you know, we're, we're, our senior projects are supposed to kind of explore something that we were, we're passionate about. So it could be learning a new skill, mastering an old one. Um, it could be doing a research project in something you're interested in. It could be interviewing someone in an industry that you want to get into. Um, so it can be kind of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, my senior project, for example, uh, this is, comp- I don't know if I'm supposed to like tell you guys, but I'm going to tell you guys anyways. Um, <laughs> so it's basically going to be like, I'm learning uh, the traditional dishes that I used to eat as a kid from El Salvador. And I'm going to be learning how to cook them with my mom. Um, and then we're going to be, I'm going to be compiling, you know, together the, their stories as well as like um, a little video to show the process and the kind of like the, the stories behind each dish. And so I think um, it, and, you know, it's not necessarily like doing an internship and something that I want to do, but it's like, it's a good way to kind of do a, a send off to my time here at Vistamar and really kind of do something thoughtful. Yeah. Learn more about yourself and everything you've learned at Vistamar and bring that all together. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Nice. Do you think of that yourself or, oh, sorry. Sorry. This is awesome. Go ahead. Was that you or is the life planning or yeah, life planning community like assisting in ideas and stuff? Um, that, that one I came up with myself. Um, nice. After like some some time but yeah so that's what i came up with really good really good so what was your process in like choosing like what you wanted to do for a senior project because i know it's harder now that you're at home um so when thinking of a senior project i kind of just like thought about what i wanted to do and i was like huh never learned the piano maybe i could do that but then i realized (laughs) you know that that it wasn't really something i wanted to do so i was trying to think of something that was really meaningful and really you know kind of um a core like at the core of who I am and you know I always thought like kind of my I was looking into like my identity and I was like what can I do with my identity that's like accessible to do at home and I was like oh what's more accessible than than cooking you know what what can I do that's that's I can do during a a quarantine was you know cooking traditional dishes with my mom um so that's kind of what, what it came down to okay okay I like that so uh do you guys have the rest of the school year to do that uh yeah so i think we our last day is may 8th i think uh for seniors and then from then on we do our senior projects we have three weeks to complete them um so it it should take roughly 50 40 to 50 hours to complete our projects um and then you know the last the first week of june i think we're going to be presenting our projects um and then i think you know you can anybody can come and watch it um so yeah okay okay so you're still you're going to be stopping classes and focusing straight or all your focus on the project interesting mm-hmm. is may 8th good to know for me <laughs> what about like the rest of the school year like the senior activities the prom all that stuff um that one is really upsetting um you know unfortunately because of all that's going on we we can't really have those kind of um, you know, large group gatherings, we don't, we won't be able to have a grad night, we won't be able to have a prom. Um, and that's like really sad for a lot of us. Um, we were very, we were looking forward to our last one, you know, our last, the, the kind of like the highlights of our senior year. Um, and like, the, unfortunately, coronavirus took it away from us. 
Um, but we've been trying to, you know, find other ways to be connected and still kind of um, hold on together as a class of 2020, um, just to, to hold on for brighter days. So we'll, we're trying, we're trying still. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, do you have, I know you're like really involved. Do you like have any inside scoop on what some of these plans are for the replacements or? Um, not too sure on like what, what else we're trying to do. I know we're trying to organize a college sweatshirt day for all the seniors. So that way we can all like, you know, get together and just talk about school. Um, I know we're having a ditch day, even though it's online school. So. <laughs> When's yeah. that going to be? So I know. Uh, don't know uh, specifics. Okay. <laughs> um, I yeah. am in Mr. C's advisory. So I kind of have a little bit of an inside scoop, I guess. But basically mm -hmm. he was telling the seniors in our advisory that they're gonna, they're like really working super hard to try and give you guys some sort of graduation and they're finding a place to um, print out like senior shirts um, and get you guys like swag and stuff like that. But they're having a hard time doing that because all the places that they got them from are closed. Oh um, man. But they're trying their best to like give you guys, I feel awful. Like you worked like so, so hard for like, four years and you finally like get to like the point like what you've been waiting for Ugh, I like when I think about it I get so angry and I'm just a junior <laughs> yeah but like it's one of those things where it's like it didn't like slowly get out of your grasp like it was taken from you guys oh mm -hmm. my gosh can't imagine yeah it was quite a bit rough yeah so, Michael, how do you feel about the possibility of starting university from home? Uh, that one, that one's rough. Um, oh, I'm man. really, I'm really hoping we don't start uh, college, you know, from our homes. I'm really hoping we don't do that. Um, I'd much rather either we find another alternative. Um, you know, I'm really hoping that by then we'll have some sort of treatment um, or, you know, some, some way to kind of like slow down the, the spread or, or to help people you know, um, recover a lot faster. So, you know, hopefully by then we'll, we'll know more, but yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping we don't do that. I'm not, I do not want to do that. Yeah, man. Sophie, you have a question? So, uh, what school if are you planning to go to in the fall? Um, so in the fall, um, so in the fall, I will be attending Johns Hopkins university in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Nice. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Um, okay. John Hopkins. That's really impressive. What are you going to study? Uh, I'll be studying mechanical engineering. Um, and I think I might uh, venture into biomedical a little bit. Not be me. That's really great, Michael. I'm, I'm about to thank cry you. right now. Thank that's, you. that's beautiful. Appreciate it. <laughs> wow. But like the possibility of starting at home, that's something real. Um, yeah. Jennifer and Natalie, aren't you guys in Vista Crew? Wait, what? I just remembered that Jennifer's in my advisory. I was talking about my advisor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure whether to like say anything or not, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Not good at it. Um, well, are you guys Vista Crew? Have you thought no, about? Vista only for seniors, but I'm applying right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Vista Crew. You're in, I'm Vista, in Vista Crew. If I even have any questions. Okay, so like, have you guys? I don't know if you're part of the plane, but like. What about the possibility of Vistamar freshmen starting from home? Like, what's that experience going to be like? That's going to be interesting. That would be very interesting. Yeah, right now, you know, it's kind of like 
most people aren't really even thinking about it because you know it's not a it's not a reality we want to have so yeah true true dang still scary though mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i feel like if someone was to switch schools if it just wasn't the right fit i don't know if going online would be the best like indication of what school you're at and so if someone really didn't like this Damar, which I, I can't see why not, but if someone didn't like this Damar and they come back as a sophomore, they might have, I don't know, a bigger thing on their hands if they, as opposed to if they were to move as a freshman. Yeah, yeah, that transition, I hear it. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, well, I think that's all of our questions today. Thank you for uh, answering them. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. you.